Hey guys, I'm Chris. And I'm Mike. And welcome back to this week's No Limits, the Thriller Podcast. What's new this week, Mike? And now we've come to the end of 2023, my friend. Here we are. Man, it's it's gone quick, man. It was a year. <laughs> I'll put it that way. It was a year. <laughs> yes, it was a, I don't know, what, uh, out of the past three years since we started this podcast, since 2020, what's been the craziest? I don't know. This year seems to be even more crazy than some of the COVID years, but, you know, it was a good year. Well, it was a good year in terms of our reading list. I could tell you that because you had a little bit extra time on your hands and were able to put together a summary of everything we've done this year. So, Chris, why don't you tell the people how we're going to break down our year in review pod? Yeah. So, you know, we were kind of talking and figured it'd be a nice. uh, We haven't done this, oddly enough, um, uh, yet. At least I don't think we have. Um, we've done some other things where we like wrapped up. We we kind of tend to record, and I think we're going to be recording soon in in the new year. Our you know first half review of Brad Thor coming up once we finish um, Blacklist, right? Yes. But yeah, we've never done one where we like sort of talked about the pod, and I feel like things kind of got crazy, not crazy in a bad way, crazy in a good way, because we you know we had launched this third feed uh the thriller podcast for the late in 2022 or like i guess later in 2022 but things really kicked off this year and so i I wrote out everything that we read on so if you combine the thriller pod the mitrap pod and the scott harveth pod we read a total of 21 books we covered a total of 21 books wow most of them in two parts some of them one part some of them three parts uh yeah so yeah and i feel like it was an interesting like pattern or roller coaster because i we started real scott harvath heavy i feel like Mm -hmm. we were well into that pod and we were jiving with it and that coincided with new releases not coming out the first couple months but definitely by the summer when we hit new release territory it's like we abandoned scott harvath because we had to get in a jack car we had so many episodes around only the dead and then we had uh, Deadfall, and we had Brad mm-hmm. Thor on. And so once you hit those new releases, um, I, I think really starting in the summer, maybe something in the spring too. But uh, it, it, we were distracted, you know, from Scott Harveth. And so then we were real heavy on Thriller Pod. Yeah, yeah, and I think um, you know, some people who our our Scott Harveth feed has been a little bit dormant for a while since since Deadfall. But don't worry, we're we're gonna get back to it. In fact, in the next pod we record will be part one of the blacklist um and as well as getting into like when i said that the first half review of of scott harvath but yeah man we we pranked out six scott harvath books starting off with the last patriot went into the apostle foreign influence did the athena project the side book did full black and those were all of the older scott harvath novels and obviously we culminated with deadfall and then you know, we were kind of doing this thing where because it, we found out that it was Kyle's last book, uh, right. we wanted to do we wanted to one we wanted to cover one of his books, so we covered Fade. We obviously had to cover Code Red, his last book, and then also that led us into you know three books by Don Bentley that we ended up covering. You know, wanting to sort of get to know our new author that we're going to be you know diving deep as, as starting out as you know we're the Midtrap Boys at heart. So yeah, so there we read The Outside Man. We read 
Without Sanction, as well as Target Acquired, one of his Tom Clancy novels. And then besides that, like you said, we we definitely hit some Jack Carr this year. Kicking off the Thriller Pod uh, in January with A Most Dangerous Game, we read that because, I'm guessing, because we... Savage we just, Sun. We probably we just, just covered finished. Savage Sun. Yeah. Yes. And then we went right into our least favorite book, The Devil's Hand, um, yep. finishing Jack Carr with Only the Dead, which, eh, you know... I like that book. When I was I was doing my uh I'm not gonna spoil my my top five Your ranking. My ranking, but you know, it's you know, only the dead is, is pretty high. Yeah. As you go through that list, uh, some of those books really aged well, definitely stand out to me. And some of them I'm I'm wondering if we were prisoners of the moment at the time. And so I'm, I know you made your list. Did you at all look back at our old scores? Because now I'm kind of thinking, do we have to go by the scorecard? No. So like, I think every time we've done one of these recap pods where we sort of do a ranking, I sort of throw, you know, even though we do, we spend so much time doing scorecards or doing, you know, ratings, whatever. I throw all those out and it's literally my a snapshot of my list yeah. in the moment. Things age differently when you say exactly. that. Exactly. And I think... Yeah. One thing that once we get into that part, um, talking about our top five reading list, I, you know, we could obviously there's some books on here that are not 2023 releases. So we, 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 I could have chose to do an only 2023 release top five book. So right. we could talk about that, but I'm, I mainly focused on of the books we covered on any of the three pods. What were my top five favorite to read? Yeah. One, one other sticking point though, there, like you're saying publication year, could we include it or not? For me, it's also if it was my first read or not. Right. Because exactly. Damascus exactly. Station is clearly for me going to top this list. Best book I read this year. But it's not the first time you but read it. But it's not the first time I read it. Same with Spy Who Came In From The Cold, which probably wouldn't make my list. But still, I had read it before. So how do I make my list? Am I allowed to include something I really loved from a previous year if I was revisiting it? Or should I try to come up with releases from this year? I, I think you're right, though. It, settling on just books that we covered on the podcast in the calendar well, year 2023. I think we could do both. I think we could do both mm. our top five books that we covered in 2023. So that can include anything that we covered, no matter what year it was published, no matter what time it was, we were reading it. Mm-hmm. And then we could also do of the Best books release. that came out this year. Yeah. What were our favorites? Yeah. top. And e- even include like some things that maybe we didn't, you know, I don't have time to read more books, but you definitely have time to read a lot. Or not that you have time, but you just are able to read a lot more books than I am. So you yeah, know, I'm sure you're, I'm sure your list is even more vast than mine. Yeah. So besides that, we you know we read some Sleeping Bear, some Connor Sullivan. We covered All the Sinners Bleed, the new essay Cosby. Oh yeah, dude! Forgot about that one. The Devil You Know by Chris Howdy. Yep. Some Eric Bishop, Ransom Daughter. Obviously, Damascus Station, Spy came in from the cold, and we just finished up Assassin's Mark with Ward. Ooh, and, okay. And not only that, but out of, we were, we interviewed, we talked about um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten different authors, and we had five different interviews. Yeah. It's actually six different, well, Five different authors, but we you actually got a Ward twice because you kicked off the year with Ward talking deep fake that came out last year. Dude, great book. Yeah. And a book we didn't talk about on the pod, but we talked to Sol- you talked to Con- we talked to Con- we both talked to Connor Sullivan about Wolf Trap. Wolf Trap. We yeah. talked to Eric Bishop just about 
writing in general, but also Ransom Daughter. You talked to David McCloskey about Moscow X, obviously Kyle Mills, and we interviewed Brad Thor. Yeah. So why don't we actually begin there, just in terms of trying to kick things off and remember some of these books. Let's take those interviews. Which one to you, we don't want to we don't want to say our favorite, but which one to you stands out from 2023 as an interview that either did something new for the pod or it was fun connecting with an author that maybe we haven't connected with yet? Was Do any of these interviews we've done stand out? You know, it's my interview with Brad really sticks out. You know, we've talked to him yeah. a couple of times, yeah. but I feel like we had a great conversation about, you know, it's a very prescient topic. The book his book talking about Ukraine. So that one really sticks out in my mind, but I I'd probably have to give it to Kyle. Like it's going to yep. be our last yep. interview yep. with, well, not, maybe not our last interview with Kyle, but you know, you just being able to talk to him, be able to bring our patrons on to yes. give him a farewell. Like that, that was, was it just, for me. That, that was pretty big, pretty big moment. So that, yep. that's probably, if I had to pick a favorite interview, but you know, I, my first time talking to Connor Sullivan, I thought that his interviewing him was great. My my also my first time talking to Eric Bishop, that was great to talk to him. Always great to catch up with Ward. All my interviews are great, you know. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. We we need to get we need to prioritize getting more authors back on. We kind of we kind of focused heavy this year on putting out more book content, more books. But yeah. I'd like to be able to branch out and uh, you know talk to like some newer newer authors this year. Yeah, and I think we should be deliberate with that as we make our 2024 reading list, which for the folks, Chris and I are, are going to do tonight. We're going to put a little brain power, uh, our brain power together and, and try to plan out the first couple of months, at least of 2024. And a big part of that, Chris should be interviews that, that we want to have on. Cause I still think even if we try to do interviews, we have to cover the book as well because there's plenty of podcasts out there that a bunch of authors go on and push their books and don't really talk about the plot and don't get into spoilers and, can't go deep into character development. I, I love when we cover a book, we fully read it, we give our thoughts, and we also get to tell the people, you know, or ask ask the questions of the author, and and our listeners get to hear that. So we'll definitely have to plan that out as we plan out our reading list. But I think you nailed it, Kyle Mills. What a guy! We've always said it, and just the transition this year. Actually, that was probably the biggest thing that put a wrench into our scheduled plans of episode releases and what books we'd read that was tough to handle both him and wanting to cover Don's books. And right when code red came out, you know, so much buzz about it being his last one. So yeah, I got to give it to him because it, when we had the patrons on and seeing his reaction, uh, uh, gratitude and sense of accomplishment to hear what, what his books have done for all of us fans. We speak for, you know, the thousands of Mitrap fans out there. And Don, I mean, Don, one of our one of our patrons just gave a very heartfelt message to what Kyle's books have meant to her personally. And and to get to see an author have that sense of, you know, that rewarding feeling just was was awesome to see. And then I'm gonna throw David McCloskey up there too. I, I it's one of those times I really wish we had you on because the same way you shout out Brad Thor, just you don't even have to talk about the book. You could just talk about politics and the world and the news and current events. Mm -hmm. You could do the same with David McCloskey. So one day when when we get the three of us together for his next book, I'm really looking forward to that. So out of all of our interviews being amazing, those two, for me, uh, really, really stand out from this year. Yeah, I was bummed to miss that one. 
Yeah. And, you know, there's books that you were able to cover in your interviews, like Moscow X or Fake or, you know, Wolf Trap that we didn't necessarily devote an entire book pod to, but we were able to dig deep and give those spoiler filled reactions instead of just giving like a, you know, glossy like, oh, what inspired you to do that? You know, like, exactly. you know, not we have a conversation on podcast, but yeah, yeah. We, we, we pride ourselves on having a true book conversation, a book club style stuff. So, and almost so like you guys, the listeners, since you, you, you can ask the authors these questions, we want to do that. So it's almost, right. we hope as you listen, you feel like you're in on the conversation with similar things you might say, or want to bring up to an author that's missing in the media circuit and, you know, and the media tours. So. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, that was our interviews. Do you want to just spend a quick second here on Brad Thor? Because I think a couple of these absolutely make the top five list of best books we've covered this year. What Brad Thor books stood out to you the most? Because mm. we we are not doing early Brad like his first few. We're in that no, kind of like th- late middle state, late early stage. Not quite middle. We're We're getting towards the middle stage with like full black. It's like everything up to Athena Project, you know, is early. Uh, everything around Athena Project is like middle. Uh, that was where he was trying something new, li- leaving the Scott Harveth uh, world. And we're about to enter late Brad or like recent Brad, you know, in the next few months. So where we are at in Brad's body of work, what did you like in this little stretch? Yeah, that's a good question. I feel like we turned a corner where we started liking more and more of these books as yes. opposed to having this like one-on, one-off, one-on, yeah. one-off where we maybe, maybe didn't, not didn't like, we just didn't jive with it as much as yeah. like, but it, it was like almost every other one was like a banger, you know, yeah. like more consistent now. <laughs> exactly. The book that sticks out to me the most is probably the apostle. Agreed. Like just spending that time in Afghanistan and knowing like the amount of research that he did to put into that. Uh, it really stood out to me. Uh, you know, just getting to know the troll more over these books and having him develop more as a character, really appreciated that. And then, like, I love the Athena Project. Like, it unfortunately it it's just outside my top five books, but yeah. I thought it was a cool experiment. I would love to see him like dive back into that. And and Deadfall, Dead, Deadfall was really good. It was a, it was a when I look back yeah. on it, it was it was a fast read. Like it's yeah. <laughs> When I like juxtapose it against like Damascus Station, like it's just it makes that book look like a tome, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's interesting to like look at like the five books we read that were you know sort of this mid, early mid, the uh, Thor, and then boom, Dead Fall. You can kind of see this progression of like yes. where he wants to, where he's going to go. Yep. You know, I wouldn't have said that with the first few Brad Thor books. No, no. I've been like, I'm not sure how you get from that to a deadfall or to Mm -hmm. a spy master. It seemed like such a gap. But now we're hitting like definitely with the apostle and full black. And now we're into blacklist soon. We're definitely hitting that part of Brad Thor. It's like, oh, that's the Brad Thor. Right. Yeah, definitely. For sure. For sure. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. The apostle definitely was a turning point, I think, that. Na- single narrative of on the ground embedded in Afghanistan, I think, was a bold choice. It changed the series a little bit. It changed kind of Scott, Scott Harveth and how we know mm-hmm. him, but in a really positive way that kind of unlocked the series to try out a couple of new things. 
I love the Athena project too. Like it was a one-off. I wasn't expecting much. Uh, it was kind of crazy. It was loopy, but um, you know, we have Riley in this current book. We had Gretchen Wilson, who we love. There, there's so many characters that that book established that I, I really like seeing bleeding into the rest of Scott Harvath. And there's even like some villains. There's some ties between that Italian guy Bianchi and mm-hmm. these networks of criminals that he has that are now bleeding into the rest of the universe. So pretty cool tie-in. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you on those two. And Deadfall, you're right. Ah, it was so good. It, I don't know. Is that my favorite Brad Thor book we've read so far? It's up there for sure. Does the Apostle edge it out? I for think me, so. It's for, still blowback. The best one so far? No, no, takedown. What's the one in New York City? Takedown, right? That was that, takedown. That? Yeah, blowback we did not like. No, no, I think no, that's blowback. our least yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh takedown. Take, Does take it take down, takedown? Oh I don't know. Lions is also like amazing. Lions, yeah. We rated it poor in the beginning, which I, it was a mistake, but we were new with the scorecard back then. But uh, Lions is so good. I I think Deadfall, it might be in second spot. Takedown? No, because Lions is classic. Takedown, Lions, Deadfall. Well, guys, this is a little preview. I know. Actually, we got to talk. We got we to figure this out. We're, we're going to have to come up with better rankings of the Scott Harvath books because we're kicking off 2024 in just a week or two where we're going to do just that. We are going to rank our favorite of the first, what are what is it, 10 Brad Thor books? Yeah, uh, 12, I think. Yeah. We're up to 12. Well, are we going to include Deadfall and Rising Tiger? Mm, or are we going to rank them just with the chron- you know, the chronology chronolog- yeah. publication order? Then it would be 11 with Athena Project, right? So. With Athena, right, right, right. Yeah. All right, we'll have to decide that on that episode. Uh, I, I think I'm going with I'm going with Deadfall. I'm going mm, with Deadfall okay. as my favorite oh, Brad Thor that's, book. That's that's a good one. That's a good the one. Apostle was up there, but but Deadfall was really good, and it was what we needed. I, yeah. You know how much fun we had with that preview episode where we were like, "What what do we think is going to happen in Deadfall?" Right. And, and we, then we interviewed we Brad, it. and he's like, "You're onto something here, guys." And we talked about the cover. Turns out we got the statue right for that whole journey. That was a f- that almost felt like the Mitch Rap fans, like the um, the Ambassador Program, like when there's all this buzz and chatter about a new book. It was fun to do that with Brad for Deadfall. So definitely. definitely. Yeah. That makes my list. So besides that, what of the sort of one-offs that we read really stand out to you? That's a good question. Like in anything from, you know, that we read from uh, Don Bentley or the, our, the Chris Howdy we got this year, the S.A. Cosby we got this year, either the Connor, Connor um, or yeah, either the Connor Sullivan books or either of the David McCloskey books. Dude, well, this is this is why this is such an issue. Um, I'm coming up with my list and I loved each one for very different reasons. Deep Fake by Ward Larson was incredible and it had this twist. That was just like a fun read. And then Sleeping Bear, same thing, right? Like we love right. that one. That was just a a fun read. That was a blast. But then you've got All the Sinners, and that is a heavy book. And it's it's gotta be in the top five, dude. It it has to be in the top five, though. It was clearly one of the best books I, I think written in this calendar year. As was 
you know, all of uh, S.A. Cosby's books, the first one was Blacktop Wasteland, still my favorite, loved it. All the Sinners Bleed, I think, has to be on top five best books of the year. I don't, I think you can't take that off, which leaves me toying with Deep Fake and Sleeping Bear. I want to squeeze them into the list, but do they eke into the top five? I don't know. That's a good question. No. That's tough. Because if I want to put Sleeping Bear, let's say, what do I remove? Code Red, Kyle's Last Mitch Rap, Only the Dead, a Jack Carr book, which kind of, for me at least, reinvigorated the series exactly Exactly. like after two of in the blood and the devil's hand only the dead did a whole lot of what it needed to to really get me back interested in james reese so i I think i have to put that on the list why don't we just do it chris why don't we just give our top five books this year we've we've been beating around the bush can we agree on number one oh yeah it's damascus station damascus station (laughs) yeah you know putting aside the fact that this was your second time reading it or fourth time reading it, you said uh, that it came out in 2019 or 2020. Right. Um, and, but you know, anyways, it was my first time reading it. One of the, my favorite books I've read this year, probably one of my favorite books I've read of all time, um, which is saying a lot. Um, yeah. So it's, it's going to go to Damascus station. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just, I have nothing <laughs> It's it's kind of hard to argue with, you know. Okay, so that one was easy, but what about the two spot? Because this is where I'm struggling. What what did you end up with in the two spot? You know, I the apostle spoke to me for some reason. It and did. Like, thinking okay. back on it, I I gotta put the apostle there at, at two. It's probably my favorite. It's definitely my favorite. Uh, Brad Thor, we we read this year. I think it stands the test of time. It's definitely going to be in the top five of all. Brad Thor novels. I'm, I'm almost positive that that's going to stay there. Deadfall was really good. Yeah. But I don't know. It's fallen out. It's it's like just outside the top five for me this year. Yeah. You see, I, I can go either way, but I had to, for this one, go back to my scorecard. Like that had to be the deciding mm, factor. Okay. Well, there you go. There and you go. I was half a point higher on Deadfall, a 46 versus a 45 and a half on Apostle. So. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give that number two spot not to Deadfall, although that's gonna be on my list. I'm gonna give it to all the sinners. Mm, that's a good one. I have it at number five. That's kind of a book I want to revisit, but I, do, uh, I don't know if, <laughs> when, or if I'll be in a good headspace to revisit uh, it. It's it's a very heavy book because that's tough. I remember that school shooting scene in the beginning, and I'm yes. just like sitting there with my jaw on the floor, like this is too close to home, man. And then everything that's uncovered beyond that in the book, whoa, it's it's incredible. S.A. Cosby always has his finger on what the country's going through, a little bit of the healing that the country needs. Mm-hmm. It, it almost speaks to each of us in our own way and 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 kind of cuts through divisions of, you know, politics, uh, racial issues, social justice issues, whatever, you know. He kind of has this deft way of tackling it head on. It's it's just uh, it's so deep how he writes and right. it it's heavy, it's meaningful, and it's still fiction. You know, like it's amazing that some of this stuff is a fiction story because right, the characters exactly. jump off the page right with emotion, with heart, with with problems, with baggage. Right? Like, how can this be fiction that you make up? This, these people are are real. So yeah, that's that's my number two. Probably would be the top thing i would want to see 
like made into a, a, a television series or a movie out of everything we read this year. Like that yeah. would be the most interesting, like a, a hardcore thriller. Yeah. Like a mini series or something like that. Yeah, I think you're right. And then so for three, I, I have to go only the dead. I, I, I totally agree with you on reinvigorating my love for James Reese, you know, sort of getting back to the first three books uh, for Jack, you know, that, that we loved. Yeah, it's it's really good. And I it, I'm really excited for Red Sky Morning. Oh, yeah. I think I'm more excited for Red Sky Morning. Having read only the dead like mm-hmm. that kept me so invested uh, that I want more of it where in the blood kind of sort of devil's hand. No, not at all. So only yeah. the dead f- for me really brought me back in. Yeah, I'll agree with you. It got me it got me pumped. That's a good third spot. Um, the third spot for me. Let me go Deadfall. I just like I said before, all the fun we had around covering that, which it makes me want to put the Apostle in the four spot, but I, I can't do that. I'm going to take the Apostle off my list. We okay. you already had it in number two. We said how much it meant to me. It was in a dead heat with Deadfall, but I've got to go with Code Red. Same in the four, spot. four spot. Same. Yeah, it was definitely good enough to make the list. You know. Would I liked it to have been higher up? One of the best books of the year, of course. But again, kind of like Deadfall, it did enough. It has its finger on where we are at in that series with Mitch Rapp. It did enough to kind of close out Kyle's time, but not enough to completely screw over Don, you know, leave him in a crazy situation. So it was a balancing act. And once I saw that book as a bit of a balancing act from Kyle, I really liked it. And I remember... A couple of little moves, subtle moves that really hit, like the way Rap plants the gun in that in that guy's house. Yeah, yeah. Um, little things like that were just a lot of fun. A cool way to leave things at the end. A little bit of deception and trickery on Mitch's part. So, I think I had a fun time with Code Red. Yeah, and I think just again everything surrounding our anticipation for that book, what it led us into this deep dive into wanting to understand a little bit more about Kyle, a little bit more about Don Bentley, who like you know where that book took us and like all of our conversations around that are lat, you know, and then finally like our last conversation with Kyle about the book definitely has to raise it into the top five for me. Mm-hmm, just like, you know, mm-hmm. like just the meanings that I had associated with that book and why, how we covered it. Definitely top five. Yeah. And Anna, I mean, yeah. And we, Anna, we, we got a little more Anna and like, absolutely. I love it. Ben Friedman. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Come on, like dude. Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just excellent. It's that's what I'm saying. It's little things like that that Kyle had his finger on that we all wanted, and and Damian Losa, you know, great character from Lethal Legion that we had hoped to see again, and it was great choices. I think Kyle made some really smart plays with that book. Only only could have been better if like Donatello somehow came back. <laughs> that maybe a little too much, but I, I hear ah. <laughs> he already did that. In uh, yeah, he did. What was that book? I want to say blacklist, but um, no, no, uh, enemy of the state, enemy of the state, yeah, 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 enemy of the state. That was a great one. All right, so I already said that I had all the sinners bleed at my five spot. So wh- what do you have at the five spot? I went with only the dead. We already okay. talked about that one with Jack Carr. Yeah. So yeah, so we saw eye to eye. We had Damascus Station in the same spot. 
We both had all the Sinners Bleed on the list. We both had only the Dead and Code Red on the list. I definitely much, very much wanted to include the Apostle. I'm saying Deadfall slash the Apostle, an old Brad, new Brad. Kind of, it's right up there in the mix. Mm -hmm. But outside of all that, what's your honorable mention? What was the one that just didn't make the list that you absolutely feels needs needs to be mentioned? We talked Deadfall already, so I'll let's imagine you had that one. It, you know, if you wanted to essentially take out the two books that didn't come out this year, which would be Damascus Station and The Apostle, right. and I needed to add two new two in there that came out this year that I read that I really liked. I would definitely have to put Ward Larson and Assassin's Mark. Assassin's I, Mark, I, yeah. I really enjoyed that. And then, I don't know, I, I guess we could swap out. But if you're saying I can't swap out The Apostle for Deadfall, then, again, Sleeping Bear, but that didn't come out this year. So I, I think I'm just going to stick with... Uh, Sw swapping out Damascus Station for Assassin's Mark and then putting in yeah. this year's Brad Thor. So we got, you know, we have Jack, Brad, Kyle, Ward, and S.A. Cosby. That's yeah. that's a stacked, that's stacked a list, reading man. list. That's a yeah. list. Yeah, and if I had to take out Damascus Station, didn't come out this year. Uh, Sleeping Bear, I, I was going to put in the list, but if we're going with uh, couldn't have come out this year, that would have been my honorable mention. Uh, but if I had to sub that one out, I'd put some more Larson right up in there. I put Deep Fake just because it was different. And we just covered Assassin's Mark and loved it on the podcast. And it absolutely could be in that honorable mention spot as well. But Deep Fake was really, really cool. So to anybody who hasn't read that one, totally would, would recommend it. But uh, yeah, those are kind of my three honorable mentions, if you will. Deep Fake, Assassin's Mark, Sleeping Bear. This was a tough list, man. I, I don't even is. know if it's I tough. feel comfortable with this. I just I had to do it. It'd be interesting to go back and, and rank. We have to pick a top five of all the books we've covered over the first three years. Dude, so. why do we do this to ourselves? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's every, content. Every time we do one of these rankings, ratings, whatever, I never feel good about it. I, no, I always either. leave with a pit in my stomach. And, and not because the feedback from the people. If you want to trash us left, right, and center, go right ahead. Be my guest. I'm fine with that. It's just me personally. Yeah, I, I don't sit easy with it. No, it's hard. It's hard. You know, and I always like, uh, I'll think about it, especially when we do like, like a Mitch or, you know, like we've done the Mitch or the, or we're going to do the Brad rankings like after the pod i think like ah i should have done that differently you know or like exactly when we ranked all of the our our jack car novels like you know like it's just constantly like tweaking that kind of stuff so was there anything else from the 2023 you know that you wanted to shout out and anything else that you read that we didn't cover and you know anything per you know personally like your golf game like <laughs> did you did you hit a, a, a an eagle this year or <laughs> yeah um let's not get into that one <laughs> <laughs> I think I went from an 11 handicap to an 18 handicap, I think. <laughs> well, I will say we, we had the opportunity to meet up twice this year. Early on, yeah, we went yeah. we went down and golfed with the boys in March. I remember right. that. And then you joined me uh, on my, my annual golf trip in July, which was a blast. That was fun. For the second year in a row. Yes. We also had a couple of patron hangouts that was great Always we had fun. we had one just recently focused around the spy came in from the cold 
I visited you in Philly. I enjoyed that. Yeah, you did. You you and your lovely wife came and came and saw us and had yeah. a nice nice afternoon. Only stayed for the day, but man, we squeezed in some pizza, squeezed in a walk with the kids. I played baseball with Patrick, and we walked to the ice cream shop. So we had a day. That one stands out to me as one of the better days of, of the year. Yeah, definitely. It's been a, it's been a good year. In many ways, it has. Yes, been tough in others. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned books. Um, I had decided to pull up my Goodreads. I would imagine for you, the only books you read really were the podcast ones, or did you have any others on your uh on Just, your list? I, I reread some like Harry Potter every year and, you know, some Game of Thrones. And I started reading, oh, what was that? Um, They made a mini series of it. Um, I'll think of it, but yeah, like uh, Only Time. No, no. Anyways. You go ahead. I didn't see this earlier, but Full Black was also one of our Brad Thor books. I kind of overlooked that. Yeah. I remember liking it a lot. We did like it. We did like yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, I read I read Falling TJ Newman. Oh, so Ooh. I was going off the podcast list, but if I'm going off my Goodreads, I, I for some reason, I thought I read that one in 2022. I read that this calendar year, so that could have made my list. Oh, Wheel of Time. That's what I started reading. Oh, okay. They made a TV show on that, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. that's why I started reading it. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Ah, so, hmm. The other thing is, I forgot, I started the year. I think it was one of my New Year's resolutions. It took me like four months or something, but I read The Silmarillion. Oh, yeah, the yeah, Tolkien you told me that. legendarium that, you know, essentially is the creation myth, the, the genesis, if you will, of Middle Earth. And did you watch the show? I watched Rings of Power. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. Yeah, Some things about it were great, were really, really great. But unfortunately, those were few and far between. And the things that sucked really sucked, like sucked hard. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I didn't even didn't even attempt to watch it. You didn't. You didn't try. Okay. well, that's for another podcast. Yeah. No, but the Silmarillion, dude, if we're just going off some of my favorite books, that's perhaps one of my favorite of all time but again it's it's basically like reading the bible cover to cover you know right, so right or at right, least yeah. the old testament cover to cover so i'm not really going to count that on any sort of list of my favorite books you know in terms of fiction or or thrillers and i'm looking at my list no non-fiction no. wow you didn't read any non-fiction this year huh that can't be i'm usually heavy on non-fiction but i think we lean so hard into covering a lot of books this year two a month two a month is what we aimed for Nonfiction went out the window for me because that takes a while yeah so the two that i was kind of listening as we went along nonfiction wise where I, I read american prometheus which was really good yes um, yes because uh, obviously Oppenheimer came out and then also uh oh, what was the movie that just came out with uh killers of the flower moon oh yes you read um, that I read that. I, I, I'm still reading that. It's very good. I mean, it's intense, but yeah, I, I'd imagine. Yeah, I usually throw in three or four of those kind of books a year. I think, I think there's something, and I just forgot to put it on Goodreads. I definitely, if I go back to my Everand or Scribed app, I think there's going to be something there. Oh, you know what I had in there, but didn't get to the Dave Grohl uh, autobiography. Mm. I heard that was good. The storyteller, my, yeah. My buddy, my buddy read that. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to read that one. Oh yeah. Okay. 
Those are like my quick rereads all the time. Tim Marshall is one of my favorites. He writes books about geography, prisoners of geography. One about flags. Of course you read those as a geography teacher. Yeah, those are like just some. You read a book about flags. Wow. Oh, dude. Uh, His book, let me see what that was called, is so much fun. It's one about flags, one about walls, one about borders. He's just like a geopolitics guy. Like he's somebody Brad Thor would eat up and then turn into a novel and. You're absolutely right. The Power of Geography, 10 Maps That Reveal the Future of the World. Prisoners of Geography, 10 Maps That Explain Everything You Need to Know. A Flag Worth Dying For, The Power and Politics of National Symbols. Hmm. It Dude, books sound interesting. Tim Marshall's the best. Yeah, I really, I really Tim like Marshall. him. Tim yeah. Marshall. Okay. Whew. That's a year. All right, so one last thing before we wrap this up and begin to talk about uh, what we're going to kick off 2024 with is I this is unfair because I, I had the opportunity while I was making this list to sort of go back and look at some of our covers so that we covered. But I wanted to hand out my best cover of 2023 that we, not that, again, not that it was released in 2023, but that we rated in 2023. And I, it's, it's might, it might shock people. And I, I don't even know if you're going to remember this cover, but when I was going through looking at these, I had to give the best cover, the Mitrap, the inaugural Mitrap pod best cover award to the Italian last Patriot. <laughs> Do you remember this cover? No, now I got to pull it up. Wait a minute. Was that the one? With the with the lady with the chick on it, that was just absurd and ridiculous. <laughs> yes. Yeah, oh it's my god! So absurd! It's so ridiculous that it had to win. It had to win the inaugural best, you know, best Dude, cover of twenty twenty three award. That that's the best cover in history. Like you can't. I don't even know. Is this? Did we ever determine? Is this a real book? Like, is it, was this thing printed? I, I don't know. It's probably like some Dolly or Chat GBT thing that someone put on Goodreads. But to me, I'm I'm taking it as canon. Anything on Goodreads that we find or you find, I'm, it, it is it's in the books. So the Last Patriot, the Italian version, wins takes takes the prize because this, this this cover is hysterical, hysterical. We've got to find what episode it was where we went through and ripped on that cover and just discussed it because I remember it being an absolute riot to talk about and if i have extra editing time i'm gonna go back and find that clip and edit it in here but man yeah the last patriot scott harvath podcast part two whatever episode number that was it was out of control man it was was (laughs) crazy when we found that thing (laughs) what the fuck is this cover dude sorry like i i almost did that out when I make El these ultimo covers, but what is this Italian? Is that Italian? So it's Italian. Anyways, you know, I guess this is a, a, a not a visual medium, so you're not seeing this. But anyways, there is a picture of a woman. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't even get into it. That's how outrageous it is. Scantily dressed in like black, you know, leather. Leather. Is that leather? <laughs> not. Not very tactical. <laughs> Let's just she, she's holding an assault gear. weapon, so let's just say she's fully strapped and fully loaded. <laughs> let me tell you, <laughs> with like some explosions going off in the background. Oh my god, I am, 
I am perplexed. I need oh. to get Brad. I, you should, you should, I want to. <laughs> all right. So you normally we put all the covers when we, when we put these little, the little thumbnail for our pod, Mike, you, you got to put only this cover as the thumbnail <laughs> and then I'm going to tag Brad on it and I want to ask him, what did you know about this cover? <laughs> okay. So, so here's the thing. I found the website. It, it seems like some sort of international like Goodreads type of thing. And it says okay. 10 people have this edition in their library. So I think that's just like a digital library or something. But it says one is willing to exchange it because they do like a book exchange. You click on that one and it's a guy named Valer living in Sesto San Giovanni, Italy. He's reviewed 388 books. And he says he's willing to exchange this copy according to this random website. And I click his name. I can message him. Do I make an account on this website and message this dude? Please message him and just ask him, can you take a picture of your copy? Oh, my God. We got to give our scores on these. We got to give our scores. What, I, Folks, if, if I get my hands on a copy of this book, you're going to I think it's got to be a five. I think it's got to be a five. <laughs> uh, you know what? Fuck it. For because sheer of this shit. I'm for sheer brazenness, I got to give it a five. I'm going just five. for the laughs that I've gotten in this pod. <laughs> for the enter- entertainment factor, bro. Honorable mention goes to Deadfall. I I really like that cover. Yeah, we came around on that one. We really did. That's a good point. And um, only the dead is a very good cover. Yeah, it was good. <sighs> Let's see, favorite cover though. Whew. I gotta imagine there's one. I wish we had the scorecard data easily. To yeah. s- easy to see which cover we gave a five to. You know what? I actually can't. Okay. I gave a five to cover on the first commandment. You gave a four. Oh, okay. We both gave fives on the last Patriot. <laughs> I think of course. For clear reasons why. <laughs> of course. Of course. Rising Tiger. Dude, Rising mm. Tiger is a great cover. But again, that was last year. Yeah. Can't include it. Any other fives that we gave cover to? The Dead, I know we liked it, but four and a half. Oh, wow. Okay. Four and a half for you, four for me. Wow, getting a five was rare. Did we give Sleeping Bear a five? Okay, Sleeping Bear is a great one. Don Bentley, I gave a five to Without Sanction. I kind of like the diagonal text. You, you did. I didn't vibe with you there. No, you didn't. You you went down lower. Four and a half for Sleeping Bear. Sleeping Bear came close. Uh, what about All the Sinners Bleed? All the Sinners Bleed, we went low on cover. Three and a half and two and a half. Oh, it had like that that sun with the oh. tree in the background. It was kind of a little too out there when we wanted something a little more specific. Didn't you give a five to Assassin's Mark? Oh, I think I did. You know, I didn't include that because... That episode has not been edited at time of recording, Uh-oh. but I think I did. I think I did. I did like that. I might have knocked it down half. No, no, with the White House and the helicopter. Definitely, that's a five. Ooh, that might be my cover of the year, if we're being serious. Did we give a five to Code Red? Code Red was good. I don't think so. Code Red was a good cover, but I don't think I would have went that high three oh wow yeah you gave a three and a half i gave a three interesting 
Yeah, we like the spy who came in from the cold with the bicycle, we cartoonish did. looking bicycle. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Hold tight. Damascus stations cover. Well, it was very good, dude. That was a five for sure for me. Ooh, that well, you you gave it a perfect score, didn't you? Yeah, I did exactly. You what? That's right. That's right. So Damascus Station, Sleeping Bear. Oh, let's throw in Deep Fake. Those are all up there, man, for top covers. This is well, too if you hard. Had to pick one. If you had to pick oh, one, dude. come on. It's unfair to say Damascus Station because that that's that's the king. That's the winner in every category. Uh, hey, hey. Some things just win. <laughs> things just work, and that book worked. Yeah, exactly. All right, so that's our 2023. What are we going to cover in 2024? We obviously have slid new releases mid-year. Red Sky Morning probably will kick it off first. I'm sure we'll have a new Chris Howdy. Obviously have Don Bentley's first book. Brad Thor's next book. Yep. But what do we want to... Obviously, we're going to get back into the Brad Thor pod. That'll be right. the first thing that we cover, right. which will be Blacklist. Yep. Blacklist will be coming at you. So we, we got to get Scott Harvath going again. We tend to do that more earlier in the year. So we're going to start with Blacklist. We also have promised for a while now, and with scheduling issues, we haven't gotten to it, but Sons of Valor. We're going into yes. Andrews and Wilson. Those guys are hot right now. Anything they touch turns to gold. So we're going to get into the Sons of Valor series. There's three books out in that series. I think, Chris, we really should try to cover them all. Sounds good to me. Probably have to spread that out a little bit, but definitely should. And, you know, thanks to Sherry. We love Sherry, one of our our best supporting uh, patrons that we have. She's always involved. She even made us T-shirts, Code Red T-shirts. She did. For all They're the patrons. Nice. Yes. Um, she's asking if we can cover some female authors and Again, uh, we've tried. I've tried reaching out to TJ Newman and her crew. And another one I heard is great, and so many people recommended it. Is Barry, yes, the peacock yeah, and yeah. the sparrow. The peacock so and the sparrow. Yeah, yeah. That's just a little preview, guys, of what you're going to see in the first few months of 2024. Some Scott Harvath, some Andrews and Wilson, hopefully some TJ Newman, Is Barry sprinkled in there. Maybe even some more Don Bentley. We want to go down. Uh, I'm. I'm intrigued to continue Matt Drake a little bit. I think we got to finish the Matt Drake series. Yeah, I think we're going to throw that on there before we get his Mitch Rap book. So yeah, yeah, that'll that'll. And we love to again. We 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 want to have him on. Obviously, we would love to talk to both those female authors. Obviously, we we didn't interview Jack this year. We definitely need to get him back on. Yeah, probably going to talk to Brad. Obviously. Um, so yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun year and, oh, we're going to have a Brad, uh, a Jack Carr television series to cover this year. That's that's right. coming out. What month did they, uh, did they announce that? Mm, so this like is the prequel. Dates. What is it called again? The Ben Edwards series. I, I, yeah. I don't know. Did they come out with a name? Mm. Oh, and while I'm thinking of it, we're also going to have some reaction pods when they drop the titles and the covers of Brad Thor, Don Bentley's Mitch Rapp. So, you know, we're going to be here just like we were with red sky morning. Once we get the title and the cover, we'll give you some emergency, you know, uh, reaction pods, quick reaction pods. Yes, definitely. No, they haven't, they haven't given a 
the title yet, but for sure going to be covering that. All right. You know, and then some other people we want to have back on. We we haven't talked to uh com majors in a while. Got to, got to review a movie. Yeah, I I hope they're still going strong. I listened to a few of theirs way earlier in 2023, but uh yeah, bring back Brian, some of the other super fans, of course. Our Jack Carr super fan. Going to have to have Ty back. Yes. But yeah, no, there's a there's a cool. lot of things we we have yet to do. It's going to be a busy 2024, as busy, was busy. 2023. So we hope you guys enjoyed this year in review from the Midtrap Pod, Feather Pod, Scott Harbath Pod. Yeah, and we, we look forward to seeing you. And I guess we should say we're thankful for you guys, yes. listeners, patrons, giving us a reason to sit here and, and talk. Yes. <laughs> to no one essentially just i mean if anything I, I get a chance to talk to one of my best friends in in, in the world every once a week uh when Absolutely. i can get when i can get time with him because he's so busy but we know, still we do. do it because we love it but seeing those yes. download seeing those download numbers go up and up and up is an added reason to keep doing it yes definitely, and let's be definitely. honest without our patrons we would have been done after the mitch rap series i think we would have finished that a year or two whatever it took you know wrapped it up wiped our hands of this thing. And the fact that you guys are here supporting us is the reason we're going to pump it out. And honestly, Chris, we only planned for this podcast to be a once a month thing. And we're going to commit to still trying to keep it out every week at the very least every other week through 2024. And again, as much as we love doing it and would do it anyway, we wouldn't do it this often and read this many books unless you guys were listening. So thank you for staying involved and uh, reach out on social media. We love to hear from you guys. Definitely. Definitely. All right, we need to thank our patrons, our special operator Sherry F., our special agents Daryl, Kevin, George, Matt, Don, Dennis, Piggy, Catherine, Ray, Bridget, Jeff, and Mark. Please subscribe, rate, and review using your favorite podcasting platform. You can find us at thrillerpod.com or on Twitter and Instagram at thrillerpodcast. And as always, just let Mitch be Mitch. <laughs>